instead of going online and buying a four dollar dice no they're gonna open the they're fifty dollars yeah they're selling for fifty bucks yes Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Made the Jimmy with you, America's most YOLOing TCG podcast. We don't do any mic checks here. I'm, of course, joined by the man with one foot, no weight, no feet, Josh. What's up, everyone? Sweet, Josh, you burned, you burned your foot on a George Foreman grill. <laughs> Not on a George Foreman grill, grill, but I did spill boiling water on my foot. There's like it's a giant hole grill. in the Can top of my Can we show him or should we say that? I'm not showing my. It is very right. disgusting. This week on the Made the Zuby with You OnlyFans, Josh shares his feet, burned feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I'm also joined by the hoodie-less wonder himself. I don't think I've ever seen you without a hoodie. I didn't know you so, had t shirts. It is a million degrees outside. I thought it about planting. Hot. I thought about spreading grass seed today. That's how hot it is outside. You know, so like uh, we went for ice cream tonight. It was very delicious, and like uh, it was like God, like this is weird. It's February. This is great. This is I'm loving this. Yeah, we're also joined by the man who gets vanilla ice cream. Everyone, vanilla ice cream. George was, eats vanilla dipped vanilla ice it was cream. Dipped vanilla ice cream. It has dip around it. You can't get if you have Wait too second. strong of a not, flavor. Not you don't taste the dip. dip. Not chocolate dip, but no, not chocolate dip. No, birthday cake dip. Yeah. Birthday cake ice cream is great. Yes. Why? Why circumvent the birthday cake ice cream? Why go vanilla? Because well, they don't dip? have it. It's a soft serve place. Oh well, then get better ice cream. Uh, I disagree. This is great I actually, cream. I actually think that that kind of sounds delicious. I think I would yeah. still go chocolate though. No like, chocolate. No, you can't taste it then. I don't. I don't. We, we need to preface this. We're all a little heavy. We think all ice cream sounds yeah. delicious. I, when George has said you can't taste it, then I initially said to myself, like, I don't really care about tasting things anymore. It's more like the feeling <laughs> when it's. <laughs> I just want to not be sad. <laughs> this is America's most depressing TCG podcast. That's what this is. <laughs> the way that it makes me feel is. Oh, is God, why? I'm in. Oh, this I'm in. Morning, um, fat and overweight all right everyone today on the podcast we got lots of magic the gathering stuff to talk about thank you so much for being here make sure you hit the like button hit subscribe join us oh for the God. ride oh thank you God. for giving us an hour or so of your day uh we're gonna do our best this week to stay on topic we had a great discussion about staying on topic this week with everyone we're gonna talk about phyrexia pre-release okay that's not true just so everybody we did not knows. have that discussion that, like, you just had a discussion with neither of us and also, the biggest lie you've ever told is that we might be out of here in an hour. No chance. <laughs> or that we'll stay on topic. Two lies in 30 seconds. Welcome to me, the be with you. We're going to talk about uh, Phyrexia being sold out pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. And, uh, everywhere. Other, other than me. Um, we're going to talk about Josh, if he had $1,200 to spend, because he brought up a great question to us in a, in a chat if, the other day. If Josh had $1,200, this is great. <laughs> yeah like we're why am i the broke guy in the podcast i'm in we're gonna talk about sorcery beta there's some new information about sorcery we want to chat about we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna share my cryptic promo i'm gonna give you a little sneak peek right now my cryptic promo for my event and then we're also going to talk about the pokemon effect in cryptic because i think it's a cool conversation to have and then uh, we're going to talk about some stuff with MetaZoo Partners that's going around both um, outside of the partner group and inside of the partner group. There's two different things we want to have a conversation about. So without further ado, let's talk about some TCGs, fellas. Uh, how was pre-release, George? Stupid. Absolutely stupid. Yeah. There were no seats left. 
in the store. Are you both drinking Miller Lite? No, I'm drinking. I've been I've been drinking Modelo. It's delicious. It's, I guess I I also have delicious water here in case anybody wants any. Um, is, my water's uh, imported from Mexico, so oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um, and so I like I had no seats left. I had no boxes left by the end of the pre-release weekend. Oh, that's not fair. I had one draft, one sad-looking draft box in my case <laughs> at the end of the weekend. <laughs> like, did, it's you just, like, did you just open it because it was lonely? I hope you did. Like, you go to the pound and there's that like ancient dog, and you're like, God, I should really adopt that dog. And like that was that one sad box of Phyrexia. Um, like this Community that was stupid. Like I like this was I sold more boxes this weekend than any other weekend in sword history. Um this was crazy. This was a totally insane pre-release. Totally insane. Yeah, we Tyler, had, let us know if that's true in the comments. We we had uh, twenty three of our twenty four seats filled. Uh, keep in mind, my current building is like thousand square feet. Uh, it, it was completely packed head to toe. Um, everyone loved it. Uh, everyone loved the theme and enjoyed the set. Um, I saw pictures. Uh, Josh, did you go to any pre releases? I wasn't able to go to any pre releases for this one, unfortunately. Okay. I had family weekend. It's great family weekend. You got a kid now. It's just like, you know, you know Tough. yeah, I Tough. get it. Uh, so I've just was on Facebook perusing different stores and people I follow and whatever. Everyone was completely sold out of yeah. like pre-release kits. I talked to a store who um, they sold out of pre-release kits for three different pre-releases. And usually they do one pre-release like, yep. Uh, it was one of, this is one of those sets where people came back to magic who hadn't played for five years, 10 years, whatever they saw Phyrexia, they came back and they wanted to play. I, I said this in a video earlier this week. Um, I, I thought we could maybe discuss it a little bit on the podcast. I think more people played magic, the gathering on Friday night of this past week at pre-release than any time since the pandemic, like, and maybe even before that, like I could, I could maybe go all the way back Throne to Thro crazy, Throne of Eldraine is Throne what I was. That was what I was going to say. Yeah. Is like when War of the Spark. Well, War was before that. I think. Yeah, right? well, yeah. That's but what I'm saying. I think since that block, since those kind of yeah. sets, I think more people played Magic: The Gathering in an LGS this past weekend than any time since then. Which is, if you asked me, if I could say something about this set, if I was like, what would success look like for this set? Um, that defines it like sure boxes selling out or boxes being X amount of dollars is great for stores, whatever, but people in the seats at the LGS, it like doesn't get better than, than that. And so I think that was a, a massively successful set from that perspective. Uh, and that's a huge win. I totally agree. I think I made the same point and actually in, in another video that I think comes out today it's my first shot of the vlog style thing i quoted oh, you oh. and said well i don't know if there's any you know there's no data that i have to support that every one of my contacts God. in the industry as well as min max games sold every seat for every pre-release it was wild i've never i've never heard of that before there's always one or two and then i went to a pre-release at another local game store around afr times crimson vow times and it was sad. There was a game store, very well known, normally packed to the brim for magic events, had four people yeah. for a pre-release. It was 
it was just awful. So it was, I yeah. saw the same pictures. I heard the same stories. <laughs> that was great. And I think it's worth noting that all those players going out and kind of doing what the experience George had, where they're there, they're buying boxes and they're, you know, they're probably opening some of them around their friends. They're doing that fun things. It builds a, more excitement for the set. So we we're we're attached to it a little bit longer than we would have been otherwise. I think that's going to help, and you'll see that in the market and the price of these boxes going forward. Yeah, I I totally agree with that statement. That like that kind of nostal it creates a nostalgia for the set that lasts longer than the yeah. sets important or exciting or your polls. It's also yeah. a long time for the next set, relatively speaking. <laughs> in magic terms, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's not like you know. There's a little while. I mean, like, yeah. I, you know, I, uh, something we should say is that distro is getting more set boxes in this week. Yeah. Um, oh, so like, yeah. That's so don't, a standard like, you know, magic set. Yeah. Like, we're already getting more in, I think, today. But like, no word on know. collectors. Huh? No word on collectors, mm, right? Yeah. That's I mean, like, they'll be dangerous road, Louis. I think there'll be Dang. more restock. Yeah. If not, FOMO in. So. Uh, don't really FOMO in. Um, <laughs> like, I, don't don't don't. One of us still has collector boxes in stock. That would be me. Uh, I got something on today. I got some more right now. Come, you, you I, can order for me. I have collector boxes in stock. <laughs> um, I and it's very this that caught everybody off guard. It felt like when I talked to the stores. Like I think we all expected to have a good turnout. I don't think anybody expected it to be like, oh my god, I've sold out of everything and I need more. Yeah, and I still don't. I think the set and the theme is really cool. I, I still am on the line and the people I talked to at my pre-release, like we didn't sell very many collector boxes because people didn't like the, that kind of foiling and that kind of my thing. My store loved it. And there's still a lot of people waiting for the step and complete bundles. So it, it's kind of a weird feeling for me as a store because we had a ton of people there. Um, but the, the buying hasn't really like come back like it, you know, maybe used to be in Magic the Gathering. Somebody actually, uh, after my pre-release, it was just hanging out, and I was cleaning the store. We were just hanging out, talking. Shout out to Logan, and Logan was like, "What the Paul? heck?" No, a great no. name. Uh, Logan was like, "What the heck?" I was like, "What?" He's like, "I've never seen so many people at a Magic pre-release and so few boxes opened." That's I said, "Wild." I said, "Yeah, man. Like, I I'm like baffled by it." And uh, you know, I've evaluated this a little bit. I think a, a little bit is the tightness of the store, and so with the expansion coming, like, I hope like that changes and people have a space to open it up and whatever. But I was just kind of talking to him. But I said, "Why do you think that is?" Because like I have my own opinions on why I think that is. Uh, and he just said, "I think people are like, there's just so much all the time." Um, and nothing feels, he's like, I'm just going to buy the singles that I want for, you know, my commander decks. Nothing feels special to me, um, from an opening experience. Um, and like, I think that's probably true. I do think like with the complete bundle, I think there will be something special. I, I think I those like do look really, really unique and special and thematic and fun and, uh, I, I wish those were in the collector boxes, to be honest. Sure. Nothing nothing but love to Logan, but he seems to be the outlier. Like, Distro is sold out of collectors. Everybody was calling, begging for collectors, and they didn't have any left. I mean, like, yeah. collectors yeah, were fair. flying. Like, I mean, like, I, people were, like, people love that little foil thing with the little set symbol on it. Um, I mean, that's why they sold them. I mean, like, I people loved it. It's, it's controversial. MinMax guys hated it. Other local game stores, another community loved it. You guys have people that love it and hate it. Yeah. It seems like you're not, not in the middle. You're either all in or all out. 
Yeah, I'm I've all in, heard, baby. I have not personally heard from anybody. And my comment section has been pretty against it too. Um, like I don't know. I kind well, of asked the internet, question if, because, the, if the if the internet, the YouTube yeah. comment section says it, I'll Listen, concede because like call. you have to assume that at some point, yeah. Wait, Wizards fortune say. You have to assume that at some point, Wizards like made a bunch of foiling and sat it in front of like a group of people, and that group of people decided on this one. We we went down the foiling road two weeks in a row. We're avoiding the foiling road okay. this week. I'm, like, I'm 100. Someone's got to yeah. like it. I'm just not that guy. <laughs> we're not, just, we're not, not that we're guy. We're not avoiding the foiling. Road. We're gonna just, we're gonna fight. I, complete bundles I I, in two weeks, right? Yeah, is it two or three? So. Is it two? I don't know. I think it's two weeks. I mean, like I that will be interesting to see what happens. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that how other products react to that one coming out. Can um, I do a can I do a negative shout out? I did a positive shout out to to Logan. Can I do a negative shout out? I mean, is it one of us? I want to I want to burn crawling chorus. You suck crawling chorus. I got I got curb stomped by this card in pre-release. This is a oh. one one for one white mana that completely decimated me. I was I thought it was a seller. Out. I was I like, was, I don't know what's going on right now. I was three and oh going in pre-release. I was rocking it. I had this amazing green black toxic deck. I had like three giant green bombs. I was destroying wow. everyone. Yeah. And then game four, I got put up against uh Gale, who actually w- ended up winning my pre-release. And he played, he had like four of these stupid things and I couldn't do anything. He kept flickering them and bringing them back and bringing them out of the graveyard. I couldn't do anything about it. I was so ridiculously pissed. I hate this card and it's stupid artwork. Uh, All right, our guy, uh, moment of silence for Louie. All right. Thank you for that moment of silence. Great job today, man. Good job. Also, I, I think sucks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to build around him and pop her. So like, I hate it, but maybe, maybe I'll like it. <laughs> let's go dude i love what everything you're saying right now is part of that emotional set attachment and just to touch on kind of the conversation you and george were having about kind of the the duality of the magic fan right whether you're buying boxes or not and again i agree it seems like like that the people not buying product might be in the minority here based on distribution and, and sales and stuff across different games or what but you never know, but it, it does seem to be maybe this is the evolution of the magic consumer, right? And the fireside chat, they said, hey, interact with magic and buy the products that interest you. That that could have been some people's siren song. You know, pe- the professor's been screaming from the hills, only buy singles. That could have been the final, you know, straw that breaks the camel's back. We're like, I'm not buying the sealed product anymore. We finally have people committing to enjoying magic that way. And Josh, I agree with you. Also, not just people, but stores. And George, I would maybe argue with you that maybe this was one of a like a lower ordered set. Like I, I re- yeah, like I, I re- think it was a, I think it was a lower ordered set from Distro. And we didn't get I, cut. Like, like everyone, like nobody got. I didn't really hear of anybody getting cut. That wouldn't mean it's a lower ordered set from Distro if nobody got cut. No, it means that stores ordered less. So if you're yeah. like people are now going but, back to distro and saying I want more because stores ordered less, thinking that the set wasn't going to do very well, and it did really well. It's it's successful, and so the supply has just been less on the market, causing you know what we're seeing. Uh, that's kind of what I think is happening. Um, you know, stores sold out of their new order that they did, and they undershot the the market. Um, Maybe, yeah. but the stores that kept the faith are being rewarded, right? Because they're they are selling out a product. A lot of popular stores are are selling all of their boxes. Yeah, yeah. 
That I agree with that. Like, keep the faith. Magic to the moon. My video today was why why magic and wizards is so successful after I'm the in. Hasbro announcement. I'm risking it for the biscuit, baby. Let's I'm go. In. I'm in. Oh, we didn't even. We're not even talking about the Hasbro thing. Too bad. We already picked our topics. Continue. <laughs> I did, don't, I don't, did you, video on it. don't you dare switch up the the words on the screen or do them in any other order. <laughs> All heck will break loose. Um, yeah. I also had somebody at pre-release. This is crazy. <laughs> Sam pulled a pre-release foil Elish Norn, and then in her six packs pulled a pack foil Elish Norn. So nice. she won, right? No, she didn't. She got. Uh, she got. Third. Oh, that sucks. She got I would. I would want to win with that with that pull, but sometimes yeah. you know, it's not in the cards. Shout out Sam. Sweet pulls. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, like this is a memorable set. Like I, I really do agree with you. Like this has Throne of Eldraine on it. This has Warp Spark on it. I think this is. This is a set if you're not set of um, the year. No. Listen, Lord of the Rings, guys. Come on. No. No, no, no. no. Standard release no. set of the year. No. And I will call it right now. This will do better than the Lord of the Rings set in my in my guess. That's the no. not a oh, chance. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Uh, listen, write it down. If Wizards screws up the Lord of the Rings set, write it down. Wizards absolutely can do that. Um then I don't know, man. I have I don't know if it's possible to have less faith in universes diverse universes really? craziness. Really? Like none. Wow. None. Wow, that's a no faith. Even after Warhammer's success? The one that's product that take. wasn't a box, they made it a success. That's true. We haven't really seen many other products, George. We saw ten thousand, we saw the D D sets. The D D sets weren't universes beyond. But they were like the IP no, sets. No, you listen. You, I don't think I think I've, Wizards does. I think Wizards struggles mm-hmm. with alternative IP. I do. I think that there's a team beyond a team for universes beyond that focus on u- universes beyond products. I think there's a team that focuses on Secret Layer. Remember when I talked about um, the the contact I had that told me that Secret Layer was competing for printer space, and yeah. that's why the decks were delayed. Because like literally they're they're so segregated in their company. Yep. Like I think that Universes Beyond is its own little blah blah blah, blah section of of the company. I want you all to remember this. I'm calling it right now. Listen. This set <laughs> this set will fare better than Lord of the Rings. What does that mean? I'm looking, Quanti- quantify I'm, that. Yes. And Josh yeah, take can. notes. Josh like, take I mean, notes. I don't know how to quantify is a problem, right? I mean, like could you, you want to like, do percentage above distro cost? Oh, I can do that. That's easy. Okay, let's do so percentage above released distro cost. So if boxes are five dollars, you know, whatever. Yep. All right, that's good. I like. I'm that. in. No question. I I think you're crazy. Okay. I think like you're a crazy. fox. Josh, did you hear that? He's doing. I did. I had my headphones on. I can't find a pen. I wanted to put it in the background so he <laughs> always remembered this because that's the wildest take I've heard. There's no, no question. Are you, so you're essentially saying Modern Horizons three is going to be Baldur's uh, Commander Legends two? Nope, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it won't do as well as this set. I I I cannot see how. Right, you want to put some? Are we putting? Money I on think this? this set. I think oh. this is a. I I think Wizards is going to struggle with the IP. Interesting. I hope I'm wrong. As somebody who really needs Modern Horizons to pump hard, I really hope I'm wrong. Distro had MH2 set boxes. What, what, what's going on here? Why is this attack George time? 
Watch this attack. Like what? What you got beef? Listen, <laughs> listen I've always viewed the mod- the horizon sets, and, and again, this is my bubble as like pure player sets. And players are gonna be like, I don't care what IP they stamp on this card. Is it viable in my deck? That's the and way. There I we feel. go. And there we go. And now we found it. That's exact. I agree with you. I agree with that part entirely. You're wild. That's a wild take, dude. Great. Mark it down. So wait, wait, it down. why would that make it? Why would that make it bad? Because I not think they're gonna, bingo. Because there's. This is they're going to struggle to make they're going to struggle to make these they're going to struggle to reach both markets they're going to miss both because of it. I I forgot what a video it was in this week but I sent it into a camera. I do a podcast with two bozos that believe that it doesn't matter how many people play the game. It's if it's not collectible it won't do anything. People won't buy it. And people are out there buying Baldur's Gate boxes to draft with their friends because they're crazy. Yeah, Baldur's Gate big success. I'm with you, Josh. <laughs> you I'm, I'm sorry. You Rudy success. called Rudy called it the box that he sells the most of. I've seen people buy it in numbers off the shelf constantly. I don't understand it. Josh, I don't get it either. To say it's below distribution cost is to vastly understate how cheap it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, people Baldur's are still Gate buying collector it. boxes are eighty dollars below my our costs. My cost. They're buying the draft Roughly. box. They're buying the draft box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because uh, they're playing Josh, the game. Stop. Baldur's playing- Gate. There is no, like as somebody who has defended wizards more than anybody oh, else a, on the internet. It's a, it's a terrible set, but Josh, still it's buying hard it to say that Baldur's Gate was a rousing success. I'm, take, I'm not saying take, that. I'm not take, saying that. I'm not take, saying that. Baldur's Gate is a better set than George is giving it credit for. The distro cost was just way astronomically too high. Way that too might high. Might be true. Way that, too high. That, I think that that's true. true. I don't think it's a good set. Still, I think it's a miss. Uh, collector box prices for Baldur's Gate collector boxes were forty dollars higher than for Phyrexia All Will Be One. Yep, it's insane. It's insanity. They, they like when you put it into that perspective, it's that's a it's wild. Yeah, it's insane. Wild it's wild wild sad. Modern Modern Horizons three collector boxes are going to be so expensive. So it's not my. But let's be clear. It's not. Has it been officially touted as MH three? No, but that, that's been the rumor. Right, because yeah. right sticking, now it's just, I'm sticking with it. It's the same format, right? Like it's legal and modern and li- and legacy. Yeah. yeah, but um, it's yeah. not it's not plagued as MH three, which right. is interesting. It like, is interesting. Uh, anyway, this is not an MH three podcast, but um, this is a great set. I I'm excited for it. I still think like if I was a if I was investing in this, I would go set boxes and um and the the bundles the all the uh friction the bundles are so hard to tell like because I, because wait. of the weird release cycle that's capping this you're not suggesting to go pay like over a hundred dollars for it though right you're not that for what you're not that brilliant for the bundles no god no no i, I would say between 80 and 80 and 90 probably for the the bundles yeah. Yeah. i think you you could convince me that that's okay that's okay that's, that's totally okay. okay yeah that's okay like I think like that's the price for the bundle. Assuming that there's not like a massive second stock, but usually bundles there's not. Like usually bundles are. I said this last week because yeah, kind of a one and done thing. Um, so it's weird to have you on the other side of the fence this week. I I just the collector box for me like I I would just I'm hands off of the collector boxes. I mean I still have a bunch, so I'm not. But uh, like from a individual <laughs> standpoint, uh, I don't know. It's just not my game. But I could be way off. Um, Anyway, uh, 
in crawling course, you can go burn in a fiery pit. Okay, you ready to move you on? You could burn them in a fiery pit. Like you could I make should. that happen. That artwork's just, just freaking s- sketchy too. You should just, get it in the complete foil because that would make you love the card that much. Well, more. it's a common, so it doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that one, right. the stupid one that I hate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's move on to out of stock. Um, I guess we kind of already talked about this. Frick, let's you. do it again. So distros out and everybody's pulled out of their boxes. What do you guys think about this? How do you think? <laughs> how does it make you feel? I think you should contact a game store that still has boxes in stock. Louis, where could you find one of those? Hey, yeah, Cavdin's Market, soon to be Game Grove, uh, but Cavdin'sMarket.com. Uh, you can pick up uh, collector boxes at I think two twenty five is what I'm listed. Free shipping. Um, oh my god. Really? Mm-hmm. Been up there. Patrons. You're listening got, to this from my store. Don't listen. Don't go there. Patrons. I don't remember. I get. I gave patrons off that. I think. I don't You're remember. Two and a quarter. Yeah. You didn't sell out. Nope. <laughs> I sold one. <laughs> Maybe two. Yeah. It's crazy. Couldn't sell I, a glass of water to a dude in the desert. What's going <laughs> on, man? We do it. Listen, like it's just that's I I said this also in the video. Like there's a there's a strong uh rural area swing too for Magic the Gathering. Like $225 for somebody who's paying $700 in rent is a lot more money than $225 for someone who's paying $2500 a month in rent. Like I, I think I think the price definitely has a different perspective uh, based yeah. on what you're doing, where you live, anything like that. So so those of you who watch the podcast and care about me and my store and are looking to buy boxes anyway, you've got it. We're happy to have both of you here. I'm at you $14.99. No, you're not. I know how much no. your price. You're like no, $25 more than me. Yeah. It's sold out. Yeah. I, I'm at $5 more than Louie, but you don't have to talk to Louie to buy one. You I'm in. You wait. I want to be very clear. You don't have to talk <laughs> to me. I would prefer it if you just go to the website and buy it. To be honest, it's way less work for me. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not out of stock, but a lot of other people are. So um, interesting. So I did sell all my pre-release kits, though. Argu- interesting. Not to this locals. Case it doesn't count. The 1,200 oh, pre-release kit sale. Let's oh, go. this is crazy. You guys know those dice. Yeah, you know that they're the pre-release kits are trackable. They have a what? different. Yeah, this is crazy. I saw I saw a video about that. Who who made what? that video? We should shout them out. Is this the I, same I video? You're somebody about? somebody God, just people posted. have way too much time on their hands. No, they're just it's just a label. It's a different label. One in the fifteen yeah. boxes in your case of a pre-release kit will have a different label on it, and that label is the one that has the Phyrexian dice. Yeah, that's it's not like, great. No, that's not great. No, it's just like right. That's there. not ideal. So I didn't know that. Um, so you know, whatever. Thank, thank God. Otherwise, you would have taken that one for yourself. <laughs> I, I definitely would have kept the last pre-release kit and like opened that one, just knowing that I could get the dice because it, it's like one in fifteen. It's not necessarily one per case. And I definitely wanted a, <laughs> I definitely wanted a uh, Frexian die because dice are sweet. So I would have guaranteed that I got one. Uh, and opened all of them still, but like guaranteed that I got one. Instead but, of going online and buying a four dollar dice, no, they're fifty bucks. The, they're fifty dollars. Yeah, they're selling for what? fifty bucks. Yes, yes. Yeah, all right, you, I'm. It's I'm, not a four dollar dice. It's a one in fifteen chase that you can map, but like a one in fifteen chase dice. It's fifty bucks. You're Between, saying a lot of words that aren't supposed to go next to one another. <laughs> Uh, they're so. fifty dollars. Yeah. Fifty dollars is that? Is, 
is this a situation that there's there's 200 dice in the world and there's you know 100 people who want them so you guys why. are so wrong about dice it's unbelievable let me be very clear here i'm I aware used to be so wrong about dice let me i'll tell you my dice story real quick i had a store manager at the time and he was like george you need to get some dice for the store and i'll never forget this i bought um like four d6s four d20s you know four of everything basically and i was like you know now now he'll stop whining about not having dice Figure out that would last me 150 years. Sold them all the same day. <laughs> I now buy dice by like the mega case from China. Yeah. Dice are um, insane. You know this. I give them to you. Yeah. Dice are um, Like I go through a metric ton of dice. It's the highest margin by a mile. Dice are amazing to sell. And I have no idea why everybody buys them, but I appreciate it. I have a million of those cases of dice that I have just like accumulated as a. Like, I'll be at the store playing Commander, and I'll be like, oh, my dice don't match my Commander. Time to buy a new set of dice. See, the great part about having a YouTube channel that was based around gameplay is everyone used to come over to play and leave dice. So I have accumulated you're the a worst. whole... Tr- I have accumulated... All- they left them. I no, didn't take anyone's dice. Wow. They left them wow. on my table. You are a dice wow. thief. Uh, you are Robbie. Robbie is my friend who always just steals my dice. And I'll be like, Robbie, where did you get that die? Why like, does it have Phyrexian on it? Why does why is X with Louis dice on the D twenty side? What's going like, on here? He's like, oh, I took that from you. You seem to have enough of them. That I'm is like, not the Robbie, that's let me be very clear that's, to the chat. That is not what I said at all. What he said. That is that's not what I said at all. These people left the dice what he said. on my table. It's close enough. Uh, all right, that's uh, that's going to Josh's Josh's major issue in life today. Josh, yeah. I get roasted. I get roasted for <laughs> dice, and I get made fun of for having no money. Great. Jo- Thanks, Josh guys. has twelve hundred dollars to his name. No, uh, you I texted us. Have twelve hundred dollars? Oh my right gosh. here, George. He's flexing cash on the screen. No, I, I have. No, I have. It's uh, for the bit. Oh. You, did, you guys, did you go way. to the bank for the bit for the podcast? Yeah, I went to the bank for the bit. Wait, oh my god! Wait, I apologize to all the viewers. George, you're the guy that traveled like 30 minutes to get a piece of raw chicken to to. And I want you to know, I regret that, and we'll go over that in a minute. And you did not eat one for Lorcana to eat crow. You could have eaten one for Lorcana, and I regret eating my cold chicken. But we'll go over that in a minute. <laughs> if I could uneat that cold, disgusting chicken, I would. All right, Josh, what did you text us yesterday? So I was looking at buying possibly, it was a, what was it, a revised, revised. starter deck? Yeah. It was a revised starter deck, and it was selling for about $1,200. And me, I got my buying and selling chops in cars, so I always feel like I can negotiate every price all the time. So I was like, I'm not paying $1,200 for this. But it sparked an interesting conversation with Louie and I, me being all in on serialized cards, seeing this revised deck, and thinking, I have $1,200 what is the correct way to spend this money? What should I be buying? And I struggle. I want to buy serialized cards. I need you guys to explain to me why that's not the move. Okay. Can we be very clear to the comment section that's already typing? Dear Mr. Commoner, Mrs. Commoner, Josh probably already invests in his 401k. I'm guessing Josh already has a stable. Do I have to say that? Yeah, you do. Because they're going to be like, don't invest in cards. It's stupid. And so. Like, oh, we talked. Uh, I guess I should preface this too. I came to the conclusion I just like to buy things that I like. We talked about the revised starter deck. It's not something that I think has a chance to greatly appreciate in value. I think it would look cool on my shelf. I just like it. 
so this is your your not video game sorry i used to have a video game budget <laughs> this is your do you do you guys with your wives do you guys have like a do you budget out things like this is the amount of like that's how we used to no. be now i have a business and card so i don't have to do that yeah that's uh, exactly why i started <laughs> hometown tcg because i don't have to have that conversation yeah. ever again anyway uh so this is your video your um not video game your magic the gathering spending allowance you do not need to invest this anywhere else you're gonna spend it God. on magic anywhere okay you're so, like, really here's, hammering this here's the options i think you have well it's either that or my kid could eat i guess <laughs> i'm in that one's not a problem there's 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 shelters for that um so the the way i see it is there's three different tranches of goods that you could buy with this right <laughs> i think like this tranche, tranche. I'm so in i'm so I think, in i think like the safest one is the revised deck that's what i would do candidly ooh like cuz that nice. one won't go down meaningfully in my opinion it won't go up a lot but it's going to be safe okay. i think there's the highest potential to go to the to go up considerably I think that's like Throne and War of the Spark, that era boxes. Shout out to War of the Spark. Like, I think that is like the highest upside, but like also like, you know, listen, there's a lot of those boxes. It's not as cool, not as haps. It's definitely not as sexy as a revised box. No. And then I think there's a revised um, deck. Then I think there's your only true love, of course, which is serialized magic cards. That's it. And which, so is, like to, which is the the highest risk, highest reward by a mile. Yeah, <laughs> like mm. like they could be worth fifty dollars yeah. or five thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good swing. <laughs> and then if it goes to one direction, um, <laughs> like what do I do? Like I would frankly buy the revised deck because I think that's coolest. I think that is something I enjoy it owning. Like yeah, it has a cool factor, doesn't it? Yeah. Like I, I remember having cool revised decks. Like I think that would be cool. Oh, hold on. I'm not that old, George. Like you're <laughs> I don't remember having revised decks. So I do. And like I think that would be like to me, like the I would like, you know, I have an affinity for throne and I have affinity for revised decks. Like those are the things that I would buy. But what I'm hearing before I let Louis go, and I really like your points, I actually we're thinking along the same lines. You're higher on the revised deck not dropping than I was. I was like, oh, I could maybe see this thing. Uh, and I'll let Louis explain kind of his thought process behind that. But you're saying, hey, these are the things I have affinity for. So while you're telling me thrown and revised deck, what you're really telling me with that conclusion is it's all serialized cards, baby, because that's what I have an affinity for. You're like, that's like, listen, I think here is my lesson for the last few months. Don't buy anything you don't love. Gosh, that's it's making like, it hard. Okay, Ugh. cardboard is cardboard could all become worthless, and you want something you're gonna like. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough to it's it's and tough. Louis to got to tell you to buy cryptic like boxes, so just be ready. <laughs> Am I right? No, no, this is magic. We have to be on magic. That's that was the deal. Yes. I, yeah, I thought Louis would be like buy cryptic singles. Cabinetmarket.com. <laughs> 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 My right. designer slabs. I want to be very clear. I 100% agree with everything George just said. Whatever you spend the $1,200 on needs to be something that you love. Uh, case in point, I bought this fourth edition box sometime last year, or I traded for this fourth edition box sometime last year. This fourth edition box, I have 
zero goals in life for this to go. This could go to $5. If it went to $5, I would buy another one to draft. Actually, I'd probably draft this one because it's kind of beat it. But um, like, it would be fun to draft. I have zero aspirations to ever sell this box. I have zero desire to see the value increase or decrease. I don't care. I don't check it. It's it's part of Louis' collection now. It'll it'll go to my daughter, and she can sell it if she wants, along with her very large Pokemon collection that she will get. Um, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think you need to buy something you love. On the second side, if you are looking at it as an investment. I do think a revised starter deck has some inherent flaws to it. Um, mainly that the, the quantity of revised starter decks is not X minus the next one that gets opened. When you think of sealed product, like this fourth edition box, the quantity is X minus the future, whatever gets open. You can't make more of these boxes. Revised starter decks, the individual starter decks, somebody can open up a brick of starter decks to sell the brick of starter decks. And there's all of a sudden, I think there's 10 in a brick or eight in a brick. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, and all of a sudden there's now X plus eight revised starter decks on the market. I see a revised starter deck in the same way that I see a revised booster pack in that it's something to put on a shelf to collect and to enjoy. It's not necessarily something that's going to see an increase in value because um, there are people who break open like a revised. I know a guy that he actually makes decent money. He op he buys revised booster boxes and he sells and grades the pack. So he buys a box for whatever it is, $12,000 and he sells all 36 packs and sends them off to grading and sells the PSA nine, sells the PSA tens, so, you know, whatever. Um, and, and so there is always a new supply of the packs that have to be absorbed by people who have, whatever it is, 400 bucks, 500 bucks to buy a revised pack. So right, that's the inherent flaw in the deck is that like there's not just time, but also the downwards pressure of it's not the highest version of the product available, if that makes sense. Mm. Right. So if, if the conversation was sealed starter deck bricks, it would be a different conversation yes. because then it follows into your there are X minus at whatever future is opened available forever in the market. And I see what you're saying. And the thing that came to me and I did a little research because we had this conversation while I was on lunch at work. And then I, I kind of looked this up. There's more revised. No, I'm at I, work. Listen, George. I was at some lunch us, at work. I was working us, the other day too. Yeah. <laughs> some, some of us actually have I to like, work you two fun like employed bozos. How I would have believed you if until you like made a point to say that you were at lunch at work. I was. I asked Louie what I should eat, and then I found out Subway sandwiches are ten dollars now, and I was out. I was so They're mad. crazy. They're yeah, crazy. I, I went in. Subway's I asked how much. Bucks? Yeah. I asked how much a meatball sub was. They told me ten dollars. I said, I "Oh I no, I'm sorry. Have a great day," <laughs> and I left. I, yep. Hundred percent. I went to the. I went to the grocery store. I bought bread, ham, and cheese, and I went back to the office. That is what happened. I was mad. I was mad. I would keep the twelve hundred bucks in cash. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think I think you probably <laughs> I think knew what Louis said. I would actually just keep the cash at this point. I, I never listen. I never looked at you as somebody that needed to add to their food budget, but maybe you do. Listen, <laughs> look at you look at me. Wow, well, that was a good one. He got you, zinger. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I liked that. I liked that. 
The real answer is just to buy your less cars. That's all you love. <laughs> I'm going to invest in a Subway sandwich and put it on my I shelf. would invest in that and um, some Icy Hot. You just got burned. Um, I would like say, like, I, buy the revised card. Buy the, buy the serialized cards. It's what you love. Yeah, what, burn cream for my foot. You, are you losing faith in the serialized cards? Is that why that this is even a conversation? No, it's the same conversation I've had since the start of buying serialized cards. The serialized card release kind of coincided with the revised dual land drop. In price, they, they kind of happened around the same time. So as I'm negotiating deals for serialized cards, it's hard not to go on eBay and go on TCG Player and be like, "Oh, for the same price as this serialized card, I could have a revised duel." And as someone who believes, I, I think the reserve list is a good thing. We've had this conversation before, and I like the idea of owning pieces of that list. It is hard for me to then allocate those funds towards something else when you you look at an exact direct parallel that you've believed in for you know a decade now yeah have you thought about like buying a foiled popper deck <laughs> i i so have you josh i have not i did mull over the idea of putting a budget together to like build Ten popper decks and just have them around my house for people who want to play. Listen, like I thought, get, about, I thought the about investment doing that, in that is not it couldn't be better. It it's it's definitely a for fun thing to have in play. So yeah. I thought about it. But li listen, I the more you guys talk about it, you tell you you mention you keep mentioning buy things you like, buy things you love, buy things when you see them on the shelf. You're not going to be mad. I keep leaning serialized cards, but I also feel about like that way about the dual lands I have. So I find I'm still stuck between the two. I know the revised starter deck seems cool, but it feels more like a one shot. And the more we talk about it, it feels more out. I think the revised starter deck's less sexy on a shelf than you think. No way. Uh, I know no way. way. It's the old magic box. The old magic box yeah. on a shelf is one of the sexiest the things you can do. My wife will never find me more attractive than when I come in wearing that as a loincloth. No way. <laughs> Baby wow. number two on the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts uh, on that, Louie? What are your thoughts on that, Louie? But uh, agree or disagree? Picture, no, I, picture, I have, picture have, it, you guys. Picture I, it. I, I have great. Some, I've I now have, seen you in person. Like, I can see it. You're a good-looking man. Thank you. See, do it again. I have some jokes. I'm going to keep them to myself. Uh, that's They're all about you. your thing being small. Um, so yes, <laughs> we can get my wife. We can get my wife on the podcast. <laughs> Let's do it. Get her in here. We got questions. Um, I don't know, man. I think like, I, I would stick. <laughs> like, I like how we went so far astray. Louis had to bring us back. Louis. That's how you know it's bad. I like, would, this is a conversation I'm not afraid to have. I would stick to what you know, man. Like, I would That's say, not his first beer. <laughs> I would say, like, you're close to having a lot of the cards, right? The serialized. Aren't you going no. for a whole set? I one day I'd like to complete the set. I'm not. I'm not what I would consider. You can close get three there of them, can't you? At least three or four of the ones you're missing. I can, I could probably get four. That's almost I, there's 10%. A lot, there's a lot of negotiate. Yeah. Aren't they like, aren't there Isn't 66 there 63 of them? That's 63? almost, so four is almost 10%. It's like 7%, six and a half. Mm, that, there's still, four there's still a third more to go. Four okay. is a rounding error to 10% of those cards. <laughs> I mean, that's technically true depending on how you round. Yeah. And if you round up or down. Yeah. Like I would also round the nearest, if you round to the nearest ten percent, like, if you round up to the nearest full hundred percent and only round up, it's actually hundred percent. Josh, have you thought about that? I, I have. I'm thinking about cards. it. I I think like the serialized cards are risky, but 
20 there's years so from now fun Tw- i mean like 20 years from now there's certainly gonna be <laughs> are you doing it are you doing it yeah if this like, ga- if this game is around in 10 years i mean i'm in nutty listen if we do it with all the indie tcgs we can certainly do it for the game nobody does it anymore 30s. the indie tcgs that died <laughs> Mm, do they so i i think, I think, I think where i good. land i'm stronger no, on serialized no, no, cards no. I, think than I, just, more. I think george just got banned from those communities <laughs> that could be oh i'm no sorry way. It's, an ep- it's an episode of made the zoo be with you <laughs> yeah, i think i think serialized cards this has been fun i will i will report back when i'm also cheap as we know from the subway conversation yeah. so i'll report back if and when i decide to finally spend the twelve hundred dollars uh, listen, man, I get $1,200 in magic cards compared to $10 in a sub all day, baby. Like, I'm all in. Yeah, those are two very different things, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't we know. are broken. We're broken humans. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on to the sorcery conversation. Um, so I'm going to read the, the announcement that's put out, and then uh, I'll pass over to George for initial takes on this and we'll kind of piggyback off of that conversation if i can get discord to load up here that's not your most flattering angle george i think it's beautiful you look great buddy all right so it was announced on i don't know whatever this is february 1st start of the month uh, to address the number of requests, this is from Eric in the official Discord server, to address the number of requests from people that missed out on Kickstarter, we have partnered with Team Covenant to enable pre-orders of, of the beta edition of Sorcery Contested Realm. The beta booster box will contain the same 403 card set as Alpha with minor tweaks and blah, blah, blah. The beta set will get four new elemental avatars, which we talked about a couple months ago on the podcast. It will also have a beta symbol instead of an alpha symbol. This limited time pre-order will help us gauge interest for the beta print run. And each box comes with an exclusive lightning bolt promo card that uses new art by Brian Smith. And that art looks pretty sweet. Um, so yes, take it away, George. All right. So I'm going to say this piece on sorcery and then I'm probably done talking about sorcery for a, a good clip um first um let me reiterate i really enjoyed playing the game um shout out to mean mugging games who brought decks for me i i really enjoyed it i really liked my time dealing with simon when he was at the company like i um uh i hope what i'm about to say isn't the case but i fear it is um I probably can't carry this game. Um, I have seen what happens when a small group of select stores get special access to games that other game stores don't. It throws off the entire market for the game. And just like last week, we we praised Lorcana for learning from other games' mistakes, it feels like perhaps sorcery has not yet. Um, giving a giving an giving an online store a guaranteed distribution, saying that they might be able to break street date. You know that hasn't been confirmed. That's just been kind of yeah, the that's buzz. A weird one. That, well, it's it was, a weird one. It was in there. I think uh, if I remember correctly, it was in the listing. 
that it would ship as soon as they receive it, even yep. if it's before street date. Yeah. Like, and you get a free promo and people are ordering the boxes for the promo. So it's not even a good gauge of demand. It's a terrible gauge of demand because <laughs> people are now ordering it, not for the box, but for the promo. Yeah. Because they know they're going to have to buy the promo anyway. Right. The promo is going to be worth X amount of dollars. They'd right. rather just spend $150 so, like, on a box. I, right. Like this is just like, this frustrates me uh, because I really like the game. I was looking forward to carrying the game as a store. I can't do that anymore. Like I have a store that like does enough business where I have to be able to carry a game at scale. If I can't carry a game at scale, I can't carry a game. It's just not I, – I, I don't have the room. I don't have the shelf space to sell 30 boxes of sorcery. I have to sell 100 boxes of sorcery for it to be worth my time. That's just the way my business is set up. It's the way it is. So I can't do that if I have to tell my customers, please buy from me. Yes, I can't guarantee you boxes like this other retailer can. Yes, you won't get an exclusive promo like you can't get from this retailer. And you'll get it later than if you order from my competitor. That's what this company is asking me to tell my customers. I can't do it. I won't do it. I won't. I'll I'll carry cryptic. I'll carry other games that that will let that have a much more level playing field. This is an absolutely baffling decision, to be candid. Um, and like you know, like I just you know, like it sucks because like I was very negative on sorcery. I think everybody knows that. Then I became positive on sorcery, and I guess now we've gone full circle. <laughs> uh, I still like. I will buy a couple boxes. I might even buy it from them. To like go to go play the game. I think it's a great game, uh, but I think they have just made it far harder for stores to carry it. And like, shout out to all of you game stores who backed the game on Kickstarter, only to then be told by the game you backed that your customers should go order beta boxes from your competitor. I don't get this. I don't get this. It frustrates me, obviously, and like I bit my tongue the last three times this topic has come up, and I think you both know that. Uh, I will probably bite my tongue in the future on this because like it's not fun to talk about, and I don't care enough to be honest with you. It's not a game that I play. It's not a game I carry. But like I think this is a um, really strange and and pretty foolish decision, if I'm being blunt. Um, I'll also add that like on January 15th, he said that they're going to have an update on Kickstarter for Kickstarter boxes. That update has not happened yet. It's now February 9th. No update on what's happening with Kickstarter boxes. So just to be clear, before they have shipped a single box with a $4 million Kickstarter, they have said to go become somebody's patron to learn about the next mini set. They have spoiled a card that's coming out in a year and told you where to buy beta boxes. I don't get it. I don't get it, and it frustrates me because the game is beautiful and the game is good. That's why it frustrates me. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Like I'm done with sorcery. Yeah, and there's been—I mean, there's been a lot of conversation about this. I think I—I uh, I hear where you're coming from, and I think uh, we have seen this in the past, where yeah. uh, promo cards, exclusive promos, Car Shop Live—the whole fiasco with Car Shop Live—and 
uh, the way that they handled the game. We've seen we saw this with Monarch from Team from Team Covenant with uh, a bunch of stock left over afterwards. Uh, there there has been um, time and time again issues with exclusivity and early access to product for stores. I want to say a couple things in response to you. Because uh, while I agree with a lot of the things you say, I think uh, you, you like me, tend to be 100,000% or 0%. I think there is some m- more middle ground here. Um, a, I, I think like promos to stores that are in promo, like we, we knew that, we know that Rudy is going to have a promo. We've known that since Rudy announced that he was doing sorcery in beta. Um, I think if you have an issue with Team Covenant uh, having my a, issue, my issue is not with Team Covenant. Let me be crystal. Clear I'm here. saying if you have an issue with Team Covenant having a promo, then I think you also have to have an issue with with Rudy having a promo. And like, no. at some degree, I think it. Listen, like Rudy's got a bigger audience. Team Covenant has done far, far more sorcery content. Uh, like Team Covenant does regular sorcery content. And so I do think like selfishly, obviously like I am against promos for other stores because it creates this like false dichotomy of, of interest. And like my customers that I get, like I already saw this, like I have customers in my store who are ready to order sorcery from me. Um, Like they've already purchased alpha. Like they've already talked to me to say, Hey, I want to buy alpha. And I've already like pretty much agreed to sell them alpha at very cheap, prices because i want to help the game grow and they've already reached out to me and like hey i don't think i'm going to open my alpha now i think i'm going to order beta from team covenant because of the promos will you get boxes and that's super frustrating because now i'm like i don't even want to sell you i don't have any incentive to sell you alpha because why why am i going to create a community in my local community if you're just going to turn around and go get the exclusive promos in order for beta and more so the issue of the promo is that I can't even guarantee my customers the product yet and they can go gar- they can go buy it. I don't even know what distribution is going to have this. I don't they know. They haven't announced what distributors are using yet. Right. I, and I don't think they know. I don't think that no. they know who like so they they assume that they're going to get into distribution. They assume that distributors are going to take them. Uh, but I don't think that they have it locked in yet. And so I can't even tell to my customers, no, don't order from Team Covenant. Order from me because I don't know how many boxes I'm getting. Uh, and this has been this is an issue with the system. This isn't. I think this is an issue with the the distribution and the and the way that this whole thing works. No, um, I disagree. Why? Like this so. Let's let's use that. Let's use Cryptic as an example because the Cryptic is doing the opposite of this. Cryptic has worked super hard to get into yep. uh, to Southern Hobby, um, and now they are dealing with a, an issue with Southern Hobby in that uh, you know boxes they have I think nine thousand boxes something like that 10, I don't remember exactly what the print run is for Wave Two, um, but they have to come up with a number without having any pre-orders or whatever to sell to Southern, and it's hard to gauge the interest. Um, and, and the way that it works on the back end is the distributors agree to buy X amount of product. And so there's a scale. So if you look at, um, a game, like, uh, what was that, that game we never talked about? Um, uh, it's like uh, Japanese theme, uh, Akora grand archive, no, Akora 
Oh. Uh, like a core of boxes are like $30 right now. They're like dirt cheap because they printed way too much. So there's this like whole dichotomy of how much to print, how much to give distributors, how much to distributors order. So it's a, it's a broken system. Um, but by giving team covenant a, I think this comes out in August, a whatever month, uh, how many months is that six month window of which to guarantee product. I just think that's too far. The promo doesn't bother me because Rudy's getting a promo anyway. We know that. We know that online stores that do content are going to get promos and like that kind of thing. Like that doesn't bother me as much as like the extended window of pre-orders and guaranteeing and being able to say, we're going to put up pre-orders. And then after we've sold 2000 boxes, we can then go to Eric's Curiosa and say, okay, we need 2000 boxes. Every other store has to take the risk in six months or five months to, to go to their distributor and say, Hey, I want 700 boxes or I want 200 boxes. The distributor to not give them numbers until a week before release and then try to sell their boxes all at the same time in the same instance. So that's the inherent flaw. I think in that the company's making by giving team covenant this ability. I agree. And like, listen, at at the end of the day, like this is up to them. I'm not going to worry about it. Like I'll carry cryptic. I'll carry Lurkana. Um, I'll be happy. Like my customers will be happy. Like, but but fine. That's the fear I have. I think selfishly, I have a lot of issues. My fear though is for this game to succeed. In my opinion, for this game to succeed, it either needs to be in stores or not be in stores at all. Yeah. Uh, like I would say a better model than this would be for sorcery to just go direct to consumer. Sure. Like, like and listen, that like, I would much rather have that. This is they uh, I don't want to say anymore. Like I, I agree. Because there's no I, risk for game stores if it's direct to consumer. Right. Like I just then as a store have product in store that I sell or I have, you know, like I host events and that becomes the, the, the flow for short. I do singles, that kind of thing. But the risk from a distributor level, when you also have this stuff going on on the other side is the issue I have. Josh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's, I didn't, I thought you were done. That was my fault. I, I think what happens here, and again, this is the outside looking in and I've seen from my side of the table when people are offered special items for the same products. So you get the product and then special items. It's been, it's been a part of games that I've been a part of now on YouTube for the last year, year and a half. It's, it's always happened. It's kind of become the norm. You see there's a certain amount of money from that community that's funneled outside. It doesn't matter how much you believe in your local games or it doesn't matter how much, how passionate you are. That does happen. Right. And it seems like, when a company does that, they're trying to skip steps. With indie TCGs, we've talked about on this channel, and I firmly believe you have to build as a small, rabid fan base that is willing to go far and wide and spread and champion your game. And what we saw here from George, and I don't want to, I don't want to put words in your mouth, George, but what I saw from you was a store that was passionate about a game that was willing to essentially go to battle to build a community and spread this. And I said on the phone with you the other day, Louie, not only between the distribution questions and the lack of support with a, with a promo, which I know you don't have a problem with Louie, but, but I, I do because I've seen it do a little bit of damage to communities. It's hard to believe why somebody would ever champion that at the store level. And, and I think you can't, 
you can't skip that step. I don't think you get to skip the small community being passionate, being driven, wanting your game, wanting more of it, wanting to talk about it. You can't skip that by providing a promo and going the reach route because you're. it's right. Team Covenant, Rudy, those, those platforms will have the reach. They will be able to reach a larger audience, but you're missing out on that passion. You're missing out on that nucleus. And I argue even without that promo, you'd probably get most of that audience anyway. So I, I, sure. I don't like this decision from top to bottom. That's just my opinion from the other side. Let me uh, just put a bow on this. I hope the game does well. We're rooting for the game. I think I know I know um, I've played the game. I like the game. I think it's beautiful artwork. I think it's a beautiful game. Um, I have no ill will towards Eric. I hope Eric does well. I hope the game succeeds. I hope the community blossoms. I hope everything goes wonderfully for the game and I wish you all nothing but the best. Um, I guess won't be at compete sport probably. Unless something like drastically changes. And like, let me be very clear here. The drastic change won't be like an exclusive promo for Compete Sport. It will be like, oh, we have to rethink our business model. Yeah. And like, you, like listen, you don't deserve an, a promo for Compete nope. Sport. And you're not, not asking for a promo for Compete nope. Sport. And like, not that's not your argument. I won't take one. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it, I think when Pete, when the problem is this, and we've seen this in other games. What tends to happen is the add-on becomes almost more valuable than the box. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I've already seen people ordering play sets of the boxes to get the places of the cards, right? They get the places of the cards, they get that many boxes. And so, like, it's not even a good gauge of demand. Um, like, I, I think this is a... a a frankly very confusing decision. Yeah, because like the demand is there. This is what I don't like. This is I also like the de- we have no like I don't want to get too into it. Like we have no clue what the demand is because they haven't delivered a single box yet. Like the like like there is nothing but demand right now because there's no supply. Yeah. Like we have no clue what the demand will be like when the first 30 plus thousand boxes hit the market. Yeah. Like, we have no clue. That might be enough for five years. It could be enough for five minutes. We have no clue. Gauging demand before anybody's gotten any supply, I just, like, I'm left absolutely baffled. And again, like, these are people who I'm sure are smarter than me. I'm sure, like, Eric has a plan. I hope it works. I hope he's right. I hope the game succeeds. I look forward to playing the game. Um, I guess, like, I, you know, I'll special order it for people, but I can't carry the game at scale. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not like I can't do it. I can't tell my customers, hey, man, thanks for buying from me, but like, I'm going really a different route. Somebody else. I'm going a different route. I am going to uh, be carrying the game. Uh, actually, I already reached out to Eric to try to get uh, a number for boxes. I, I just reached out to him directly and said, hey, I want to carry the game. Can you help me understand how I can? be able to guarantee boxes to my customers without what do you say whatever uh that's where we t- kind of had a conversation of like we know this is coming out in august that's kind of where the conversation <laughs> went to uh and we haven't, we haven't finished that but i'm gonna be um doing a, a promo with a play mat um that's kind of what i'm gonna do for online sales uh we're kind of lean into that i'm gonna have artwork commissioned and do a promo with a play mat uh, to allow people who do want to support, you know, the content that I do plan on com- having conversation. But I love this game. Like I had so much fun playing this game. I wish I could play it more 
uh, I don't have boxes yet. I don't have cards yet. I don't like the cards have changed and all that stuff. Like I plan on doing more with this game, especially locally. And like, I really enjoy it. So I'm not like, I see way more risk now. Not going to lie. Like the risk has certainly increased. Uh, but my desire to carry the game has not decreased. Um, which is an interesting place to be. What I would want to see in that scenario, because I listen, I can understand what you're doing from, from your standpoint, from sitting in your chair. Right. But I, I would like to see someone who's saying, Hey, I'm going to make a, a play mat and do something for sorcery with money out of my own pocket. I'm assuming you said you're going to have art commission for a play mat. Yeah. So like that will, yeah, the risk there is it will cost me, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure somewhere between five, four and $500 to commission the artwork. And then right. play mats are a, a full size play mat. Like that is like 18 to $35, depending on the, the volume that the you scale. order. Yeah. yeah. So, so, what it like, takes away is your ability to be rewarded for that going above and beyond passion. Because all you've done is is go above and beyond and express your passion for something that you love. And it's just put you on an even playing field with someone else. Right? That's that's all it's done. No, and, and it doesn't do that. Listen, it, well, a, probably a custom probably, play mat made it, by yeah, Kitchen Table TCG does not put me on the same playing field as uh, a, it, a it, promo it, given to with custom artwork, uh, a sure. store who talks about the game. That's 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 the wrong phrase. It, it's an attempt to level the playing field. And it, again, it just drives back to that passion is what should be rewarded. That drive to put your own thing on the line is what should be rewarded. And, and listen, it's the reason I've left other communities that I've been in. It's I, that's, it's a pillar of my core belief. Let me be very clear. I don't think that should be rewarded. I, I don't do. think, I don't think Rudy should have promo. I don't think team covenant should have a promo. I think if these, if, I don't think I should have a promo. I don't think anybody should have a promo. Oh, it doesn't I, have to be rewarded think, with a promo. It can be rewarded with them sharing your content at some point, saying, hey, thanks for supporting us in a public tweet. Whatever it is, that passion should be rewarded, and it if, shouldn't be what you need to do just to play the game. If the content from people is that valuable, then it shouldn't need to have a promo to sell the boxes. Like, like that's where I, I land, is like if they're, if the content that Rudy yeah. and Team Covenant provide is that valuable. It shouldn't need promos to sell boxes. And on top of that, people who are buying boxes, if you're buying boxes because Rudy is selling boxes with a promo, you should you should take a step back and ask why is Rudy selling but his confidence level of selling the product is almost guaranteed. He has a X amount of dollar promo added to his bundle for you know for essentially right. free. Like that should you should see through the facade of a store having confidence in that stuff because of a promo i think my concern with things like this is will it prevent and i i, I asked this on the on the stream for team covenant the other day so i think that this will prevent stores who are on the fence from wanting to carry sorcery which will in turn mean that less like george george was on the fence this will mean that less stores ask their reps about the game i asked my rep about sorcery earlier today he goes i have no clue what you're talking about I said, oh, it's a Kickstarter game. He goes, oh, there's a lot of Kickstarter games. I lost track. That's literally were, were his words. Um, and so, like, if if stores just kind of back out and they see what has happened in the past, they don't ask their rep. Now, all of a sudden, is Sorcery, you know, 
are we going to get into distribution? Are we going to, our store is going to have a normal, like that kind of thing starts being a question because it's a lot harder to get into distribution today than it was six months ago when everything was booming and every Kickstarter was worth a million dollars. And, you know, it, it was easy to kickstart your game and it was easy to sell product and it was easy. It's a yeah. lot more difficult now. I want to compare this with Lorcana again. Lurkana you just want said, to do that to rub it. You just want to rub my nose. I want it. to only talk about Lurkana. So I want to do this world. Lurkana announced their distributors, how many sets are doing international distribution and their languages. Like they had, like they nailed everything down as somebody called on this podcast would happen. Um, and like so far I'm looking pretty good on both these calls, by the way. And um, you know, listen, like I, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, not gonna do it. Nope. Like the difference speaks for itself. I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, I'm going to be, nice. be, this nice. goes to Lorcana. I mean, what you said, and like, I, I get this, like Lorcana is a bigger company, a bigger game, more like that. There's pros to that. Somebody, I never, clip, somebody clipped this from a couple months ago. Geez, George, they just no, do board games. It'll be completely different. I never said there wasn't positives to that. I said, there's also negatives to that. What I said since day one with Lorcana is a print run issue with how many boxes do they have to print in order to be that size of a company with a game like Disney. That's always been my argument, and we still have no clue how that's going to pan out. So you keep that jolly old face on you. Because that's not that was it, not the only I, I, issue you said. I think that wasn't your only argument. I, I remember you arguing. <laughs> like, again, no, like, that was like but talking like, about the size of the company. That was my I'm argument. glad you're sitting down because you must be dizzy from that spin. Um, like my guy, my guy, you were you you roasted me. Don't put me on I, George's side. I think you, you I think roasted you might me have. when I said Lorcana will be fine because the only game company that hasn't released boxes yet that has a has already produced physical products and you roasted me for that what do you mean they've already produced physical products because you're the, they're the only game that produced physical board games physical games oh yeah and and I, still like, agree. Oh. I still agree that there's a major difference in designing a board game and a trading card game and we haven't seen any evidence of the the ladder for that yet when boxes come out and there's a chase card or there's something that people are really wanting that's significantly high value that causes boxes to be open then you can tell me that you told me so that hasn't happened yet like that's my argument that they will print too many boxes because this isn't a board game where you can order a billion board games and go direct to consumer, go on Amazon, go uh, board games sit on the shelf and 20 years down the road. Like it's like, yes, the so same we're price. on the same page. Lorcana is giving every LGS two week head start before it goes to big box. That's awesome. That's the way to do this. Yeah. I agree. That's the way to do this. I a hundred percent. Like, like they, like, like, what drives me crazy about new TCGs is that like they just refuse to learn from each other. <laughs> yeah. Like I, they're Lorcana. all trying to play the reach game though. Say it again. Yeah. They're all trying to play they're all trying to play the reach game. They're all trading exactly <clears throat> what you're talking about, that good faith and that proper model mm -hmm. with a platform that can expose them to more people. That's but what they already doing. had the Team Covenant platform. Like they're not gaining, like that, the, the that sorcerer is not that, gaining anything out of this. They're just losing game stores. That's what I. That's what I wrapped up my very first take with. Is I believe it's probably because they feel beholden to that. They feel like a lot of their success, or maybe their perceived success at a given time, is because of that platform. Mm, well. I, I think sorcery probably attributes a lot of its blowing up early to the platforms that it was on for being on alpha investments and things of that nature. So it I makes no Rudy's sense like, that they wouldn't me, lean into that. 
I think Rudy's a different animal. Like I like I, I part of this, I have a soft spot for Rudy. I think everybody knows. Um, like Go. I think Rudy's a different animal. Um, like 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 listen like like they owe Rudy a lot. Like Ru- like after Rudy pumped it, they added millions of dollars. To that that's fair. And like I, I was actually going to say the same thing to you, Josh. Like compare the 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 number. I mean, T- TC's been talking about the game for a while. Compare the number of previous, and then Rudy puts out a video, and it's literally skyrocket. I mean, it went up two million dollars. Like, like I, 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 I like, yeah, but it's the same thing. Yeah. They're saying I we need the platform, so we're doing that at a different scale. Elf, they probably view Alpha Investments as a bigger platform, but they're saying, hey, we're, we're kind of replicating that initial idea at a smaller scale here. I disagree with you though, George. Too like I, I think like I don't think anybody. Just, I don't think anybody should have that. Like, like there's no any, difference like, between uh, the only difference between Rudy doing this and another store and Team Covenant doing it is that Rudy charges fifteen dollars a month for the access to it, and like my customers don't have easy access to it. Yeah, the, I mean, there's like, a, a little a bit difference. of a there's a little bit of a difference there. I'll, that's I'll a big difference, difference to me. Yeah, there, like there's my a little customer bit of doesn't there. get my customer doesn't have to choose between me or Rudy. Like he so, can't. Yeah, if they're if they're not patrons, if they're not a patron. Well, I mean, like if they're a patron, they probably already have chosen. They're a patron. They've already right? chosen, right? Like, that, yeah. like that's how the sale I'm getting or sale I'm not getting came to like yeah, like team, you know with Team Covenant and these other LGSs, it's like you're picking between us, and like I have a tough time telling my customer the value proposition of ordering from me. Yeah. Especially a game that's not meant to be played at competitively at the LGS. It's meant to be played at home. So I think that's again, I kind of disagree with you. Like I think there will be some sealed and like draft experiences for sorcery that I think could be fun and good for stores. And I Have think they announced anything like that yet? Oh, uh, there's definitely it's definitely draftable. Is it definitely draftable? Or do we think yeah. it's draftable? No, it's draftable. There's been conversations about it. Um I don't know have if it's has, a, I'll, I'll be listen, specific. Has the game company announced anything that makes it draftable? No clue. But it's booster packs, so it's certainly draftable. You can sit down and draft. All right. We're drafting we're drafting collector packs next week. Who's bringing them? I've had people You you told me that this last week I did that, that you could do you. that and I told you I you did were that insane. for you. You can do I, it. You're nuts. You can you do were, that. Really, you can absolutely work do that. Great. It will not work great at Listen, all. It's like, that, it's like that Meet the Fockers video. I have nipples. Can you milk me? That's basically what you just said. Chaos drafts are super fun where you take where people get random three packs and like Ra- random could, hold on, hold on, random three what packs? I mean random three draft packs. And no, they I mean, draft them. Listen, no, right. I be a one high collector, one pack. set, and one draft. You mix them all together. <laughs> I, you have a great I don't time. draft collector you, boxes. I have $1,200 to spend on my life. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I just think I, I come back to um, I, there's got to be easier ways to do this. There's got to be better ways to do this. And I don't think this is the way. It's what um, it is. It's I think, fine. I think what, this again. creates as many. If this solves a problem, and I think that would be Eric's argument. I think that was Eric's argument that this solves a problem. I think yep. it creates a astron- no a, a much larger amount of problems on the ground okay. floor for stores uh, who were hoping to carry yep. the game. So we're moving on. Uh, we wish Torsten, I, I wish Torsten nothing but the best. Wish Eric nothing but the best. I'll buy some boxes and play it. Uh, I'll be rooting for. I'll be rooting for you, and we hope the game does amazingly well. At and uh, we'll be rooting for you. That's it. All right. Uh, let's talk are we about, about the big. Are we about that that sample sale or no? No, let's not talk about the sample sale. That that's thirty percent of what it was when it was ten thousand dollars. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Go ahead. Go ahead, no, Louis. No. 
uh let's talk about cryptic uh so i've got my big event coming up and we have the the cryptic card i sent you guys this in the in the our discord group this is an orpheus card that will be uh, a prize card for everyone who comes it'll be a, a participation card uh so yeah it'll be a participation card for everyone who comes but then there will be a top eight variant so it will say top eight on it and then there will be a champion variant too for the champion uh and this is orpheus dressed in the west virginia mountain man costume uh fighting a bear all right all right i want to let you know this is the biggest missed opportunity tanner has ever had how is it not a mothman no i don't think listen i thought about doing mothman like like he like tanner i love you you know i love you this should have been a mothman card no it's too close no. it's too close there's already games like medicine's doing mothman i don't want to go there i didn't want to go there i thought about it certainly thought about it west virginia certainly would have loved it uh i didn't go there um he's fighting a bear. i'm just saying i think that would have been awesome it would have been funny um but yeah this is sweet i'm super stoked about this orpheus is my favorite card uh so i was stoked for my community i actually reached out to like three or four guys in my community and we we're like talking about what ideas we had for cards we talked about doing some coal mining things um and then Ooh. uh we ended up going with it we wanted to do elgor who like he generates a, a black mana or black uh soul so there's gonna be like coal like he generated coal like that could have been cool but there was already the elgor beer fat beer card so i didn't want to do another promo for the same character so uh yeah. pretty sweet pretty excited about it so uh the event is on uh, march 4th so come on down we'll be streaming uh hopefully you have a computer up for streaming on kitchen table tcg Mugging will be there he'll be, he'll stream I mean mugging will stream from anywhere well so at the new store we're going to have the the kitchen table and so all my events are going to start being streamed at uh from the from Catherine's market at the kitchen table uh which will be kind of cool so the top table will be the kitchen table get it because that's my youtube channel if you didn't uh, buy one of those old really crappy kitchen tables <laughs> that you like see at goodwill i'm gonna be really upset and you better oh, oh there better not be gosh. there better not be sleeves at the kitchen table there had better not I'm be in. sleeves I'm at in. the kitchen. Everyone, i'm in everyone has to unsleeve their deck before they play that'd be great <laughs> uh so yeah uh super stoked for it really excited um leads into another conversation though i wanted to have i've noticed this on you know selling singles and then also like when i when I started looking at the promo cards, I really got to notice that. Uh, and that is like cryptic has what I'm going to call a Pokemon effect. Um, and I think, I think this is a, a absolutely key measurement of success for a TCG um, these days, like a new TCG like magic doesn't need to do it. Magic's magic. Uh, but for new TCGs, like, I think this is a measure of success that we should start evaluating a little bit. And that is that if you want to collect, like people want to collect all the Orpheus. If they like Orpheus, they want to collect all his card. If they like Elagor, they have to have the Elagor promo because they want to collect all the Elagor cards. If, um, if they love Cleo, they want to collect all the Cleo cards. Uh, and, that happens with Pokemon. You see people who have a binder full of Dragonite. Like Dragonite's my favorite Pokemon. I'm, I've started collecting uh, one of each of the po the Dragonite. I'm nowhere close, but like I have a binder and it's just Dragonites. Like you see that in Pokemon, um, and I think that's a major funnel for demand that I think Tanner's doing a really jo good job of creating uh, with the lore cards and with the ways of well, exciting people. 
And he's doing a better job of that by having different art for some of the heroes or some of the characters yeah. in Wave 2. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that will, like, again, like, you know, Tanner's finding ways to build demand. Yeah. Um, organically. And not just the different artworks, but even like having the foil pattern with the cryptic text card in the back, the cryptic card in the background. Like that's a reason that you want wave two version of Clio is if you collect all the Clios, well, you have to have the wave two with the cryptic text of Clio in the background. Like that's super cool. Well, I mean, like, again, like, you know, what Tan I think what Tanner understands is like the shortcuts that were available in the pandemic 20, era 2020 2021 yeah those were over yeah like you now have to build actual demand <laughs> like you have to like you have to actually engage your customer base if you want to grow the game and keep them coming back and like yes. here's like the hard part for all of you new tcgs that's a hell of a lot harder <laughs> like yeah. that is a lot harder than anything you crap out on kickstarter going to the moon the second it releases yeah um like that like and Tanner, I think, understands that and is doing the hard work to make that successful. Um, more, more than anything, he's doing in the boxes. I think what's making what yeah. is the van tour going to LGSs and playing the game with owners and having conversations on the ground floor, uh, and teaching people in the store how to play the game. Like, if he reaches, if he goes on his van tour, I don't know how long it is, if he reaches 100 new LGSs. Yep. Like that's inc that's an incredible amount of increased demand. Those LGSs start talking to their friends. They join the Discord server. I mean, you can just see how like oh, it could it can spread like a wildfire as people start posting and getting engaged in the game, and like it's work ethic and, and drive and energy that gets there. And that's what I don't think people understand is that like you know, you know, like I am friends with three of my competitors in Charleston. So, like, they call me and they say, like, what's working for you? What's not working for you? And I got no problem sharing with them. They're friends of mine, right? Like, you know, they're, like, legitimate friends of mine. So I tell them, oh, this game's doing well for me. Oh, this game, not so hot for me. Oh, this game's got a great CEO and they're doing good stuff. Or, oh, this game, well, you know, listen, we can't all be winners. Um, like, you know, that is how games grow organically. Yeah. Um, you know, yep. Tanner doesn't have to go to all those stores because, like, he'll come to mine or he'll go to theirs and they'll tell me or I'll tell them. You know, like one of my competitors, sorry, buddy, you took one on the chin for me and you, you took a Cora and I appreciate you. <laughs> I, I appreciate your sacrifice. I want you to know that, um, you know, what are you going to do? They can't all be winners. And like, you know, like uh, Cora, I hope it comes around. They're going to change your print run. I hope that, hope it works for them. I really do. We're rooting for you. Um, you know, I, you know, he was like, you know, listen, like magic is a good game. Should probably carry some more magic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like, you know, it's like we all talk. Like, there's yeah. a group of us that talk. And there's also a group of, like, people like with, like, larger stores that all talk, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in a group that's, like, you know, I would say probably the you know, five or seven largest LGSs in the Southeast, Southeast. Like, we all talk. We're all friends. We all know each other. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's super cool. I think, like, that Pokemon effect, in my opinion, is going to do a lot for the collectible side of the game. Um, never mind, like, just, like, wanting to flex cool cards on, like, the gameplay side, too. I, um, I I don't you know this. I play with the cheapest possible versions of my decks. Oh, no yeah. way! I did a live yeah, commander build I and do. I included Swiftfoot boots just so I could put the serialized one in the deck. Um, oh my god! Oh, oh yeah, don't baby. do that! Don't. Do oh, that. it's happening! 
I, God, help me. The I, guy who has a three thousand dollars to his name. Three hundred three thousand dollar popper elf deck. Don't do that. Don't play with your Doing it. card. Too late. Uh, I just bought. I, I just bought foiled out popper uh, affinity <laughs> last on Monday. I was playing our popper affinity deck, and I was like, affinity I like this. Not cheap. I like this a lot, so I bought it out in foil, cash back. You, again. you missed though, Louie, because I get now it's my turn to do a shout out. Sam gets a shout out. Uh, he has a magic collection. I'm not going to tell you what Sam you figured out with every scar card in Magic that has ever. Uh, featured a squirrel. Squirrel in the flavor text, squirrel as the creature type, squirrel in the art. Every card in Magic's history that has ever had a squirrel on it, he's got a binder and you flip through this thing and it just keeps going, man. Every single one. It's pretty funny. It's pretty great. Wasn't wasn't there some crazy wasn't there some crazy squirrel in the box of one of the boxes, on the top of one of the boxes? Probably. In MH2, isn't there a squirrel? Yeah, that's what I thought, right? What's the name of that squirrel? That's a crazy squirrel in MH2. Is that mm. Cheddarfang? Cheddarfang, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great squirrel, card. Squirrel great card. Which, great by set. the way, he has every, in the era of variants, he's got every variant of yeah. all these freaking squirrels. I'm in. It's crazy. It's I'm wild. In. Listen, it's Squirrel Tribal's no joke. Squirrel Tribal can get you. Oh, it goes, but he's got lands because he's like the island, the, the artist who made the island in the land intentionally shaped it like a squirrel. That was his little inside joke. He wrote some article about it and he went out and he bought that land and added it to the binder. Like, oh, dude, he's all in. Love it's it. great. I was with you until that part. Now I'm a little. No, that's that's dedication, yeah. George. Step your game up. That is, that is dedication. I will agree that it's dedication. I love that Magic's really the only game that things like that can happen because if you did that for any other game, there'd be like you'd have four eight, cards, eight cards. <laughs> like, yeah. like, but Magic, there's like I was trying to talk to somebody about somebody came into the store the other day and was like, "Hey, I want to learn how to play Magic," and like she bought a Magic Commander precon. I was like, "Listen, like mm. this is the worst way to learn how to play the game. Come to Popper Night. Popper's the best way to learn that game." Mm. Um, and I was like, "There's thirty thousand cards." And that's not an exaggeration. There's like 30,000 yeah. cards that you have to know, yeah. that you have to learn. That you have to, well, you have I to mean, pop, Popper's really no different. Like, Yeah, but like, it's, it's a lot different. You want to know why it's different? You have four of each card in your deck. You have 20 cards to learn. The uh, four you... of each card in your deck makes sense until you go and play the next deck. Like the problem with Popper is again it goes so wide. Yeah, there, you mean the there's the got to be a lot of good self-contained, and I know. Like I was thinking about this the other day. Are, are the challenger decks or things like that? If you just get with a friend and buy only two two decks, two of some pre-constructed, where you could play yes. them over and over again and start to I learn what you, the Josh. cards do. I agree. That's okay. a great. He's going to interrupt me before I finish. Are you still? If you need it, if if you need a palette, if you need a palette of those, you need a palette of those. Message me. Why don't we just keep experimenting here? If you need a if you need a palette of those, message me. I got you. Continue, Josh. I would think it would be easier to buy like two 60 card decks and just keep jamming them over and over again. Because Louie, what you said, dude, the game is so old. You're going to come across things. You'll be like, and what does this do? Like, I have no, how does this, oh, now someone's playing a background. What does that mean? Like, right. Yeah. It's wild. Anyway. uh, So back to cryptic. Uh, (laughs) No. uh, Yeah. Anyway, I just think that Pokemon experience is cool. And, um, I'm excited for my event. Like we have, I think last I looked, there was like 23 people already registered uh, for the event. We have like a 32 cap because we don't want it to go till three in the morning. Um, but uh, I'm pretty sure. Crypt- Cryptic all nighter, dude. Get in the van. Let's do this. 
Uh, so if we, if we end up selling out or there's no, it's free, but if we end up running out of space, we're going to run some drafts. So if you're still planning on coming, come, come hang out. Uh, we've got like a community probably, I think there's 20 people in my community who have decks built. Um, that's cool. It's been fun. Yeah. It's super cool. It's super exciting. So I'm really stoked for, for the event. So hopefully people can make it leave it in the comment section if you're coming. So, all right, let's talk about MetaZoo and partner stuff. Um, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, so two things we want to talk about, uh, number one, MetaZoo, a really cool way to do, I thought, you know, this is kind of in theme with the conversation today, a really cool way to do promos for game stores. Uh, they're doing, um, for partners, a, with your logo on a bunch of, my understanding of it is a, a, a brick of cards. Um, I don't know if all those cards are the same or if they're, they are, well, he also said they're, wait, 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 hold on. You mean like each brick? is the same card is that what you're saying i don't yeah I, I don't know if we have all the details of it exactly he alluded to it being like the play tester bricks yeah so like i don't i assume it's one card i guess i guess the easy factor would be if it's one card all the cards are the same and everyone has their own logo on it i guess that's probably what it'll end oh up being. i you're saying each store gets their own card i don't know that I kind of like, I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to be a brick with 150 like different cards all with the stamp on it? That would be kind of cool. Um, I think that'd be, cr- I think that'd be terrible. Pretty- that'd Why? Be a terrible idea. You have one People fighting over one? the different cards. I guess so. I got, I like everybody chaos. wants, everybody wants that I West like, Virginia Mothman. I like chaos, man. Just like, I know you Louis do. Just- <laughs> Louis just knows West Virginia is in the spotlight in this situation. He's like, give it to me, baby. Let's like, go. When I first heard about MetaZoo and heard that it was Mothman and uh, all the the West Virginia cryptids, I was like, I'm in. Like, I'm in. That's all it took. That's all it took. I love living in Chicago where I could like have things to do where I don't know what the cryptid in my area is. That's so great. Must be nice to eat soup when you're trying to eat pizza. Like, that must be great. Called it lasagna last week. Like, (laughs) let's pick a theme. Like. Uh, anyway, uh, so this is cool to give partners like a promo card that goes with their thing. Yep. There's already been some cool conversation about like um, partners sh- like h- encouraging people to collect sets. So like you not only buy from this partner, but you also want to buy from that partner to get like the whole set. It's kind of a cool theme. Um, yeah. Sorry. It's going to be important that every partner gets that. Every yep. partner has the right to do that. It's not mm-hmm. one yes. partner gets it. These partners don't. Every partner, every LGS partner gets it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and they just did an onboarding or they announced yep. the goal like the, to do an like, onboarding of new partners. Like they are, yep. gr- they're trying to grow who gets the inside mm-hmm. look at that. And Mike is trying to find a small group of committed people or decent sized group of committed people and committed stores to help grow the game, which I think is smart. That's what all these games need to do. Um, right. Listen, pass or fail. Pass. Mike, Mike is trying to solve the issue that I brought up earlier, which is the distribution model. hundred percent, which is like, 100%. You got to give them props for attempting to solve that issue. I saw yeah. a conversation about like on Facebook about pre-orders at distribution being low for the next set for, for MetaZoo. I was like, that doesn't surprise me because anybody who is, is really like ordering MetaZoo is probably a partner. They're getting it directly from MetaZoo. And as a store, I certainly would rather support the game that I'm producing more than support the distributor. <laughs> that uh is giving me product like that that is like i care about the game company more than i do about like the middleman what a bold take 
That's yeah, I'm not what a courageous take. It's not courageous. It's an obvious no. take. Like yeah. Um I'm with you. I, I agree with you. So I think that's super cool. I think the promo thing is really cool. Um and they seem to be working with uh you know trying to get more swords on board, which I think is is also a win. So um there's also another conversation about that is they released some um there's like a weird leak of some of the partner stuff. Uh, and one of the things that I, I guess I can talk about got leaked scoopy. is uh, it's not really scoopy because it's like no. all over the place. Uh, but there were some An things. Scoopy. There were some. Oh, wait, wait, it's a scoopy. It's on Facebook. It's a it's a Facebook post. It's, it's a Facebook scoopy. Facebook scoopy. Remember were, your roots, dude. There were yeah, some. Come on, Louis. <laughs> there were some things sold to partners that had previously been direct to consumer stuff, either on eBay or on Metazoo's website, and people are kind of. Oh, up in God. arms right. as the MetaZoo community likes George, to be. You, you only have to roll your eyes and shake your head once. When it yeah. doesn't get a reaction the first time, you don't have to do it again. I uh, no, the, the, the world needs to know that this is a stupid argument. Um, I, can I finish was, what they yeah, said? Go ahead. He was just saying argument. what happened. He didn't make an argument for or against. <laughs> no, 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 it's not Louis' argument. Yeah, I am not oh. this person, but okay. people are upset. Uh, relax, that, Josh, relax, buddy. It's, I thought we were another, calling Louis Have dumb. another Michelob Ultra and enjoy yourself. All right, you burned me. I wanted to pile on. Okay. <laughs> did I burn your foot or did you drop water on it? Oh, that was trying... not a good one. That was Wait. lame. That wasn't so, good. Oh, that was pretty good. Sorry. Right. Cooking eggs is hard. Good. Okay. Um so... a baby, okay. <laughs> did the uh, baby burn your foot? Yeah. That's fine. I just want to blame someone else. Listen, she didn't do anything wrong. She was babies asleep. are babies are dangerous. You don't know, George. You don't know. Um me. what are we talking about? Okay. So people are upset. Not Louis. sorry, Josh interrupted you. Louis not upset, but other people. I didn't. Have... Un- I didn't interrupt him. You did, George. <sighs> Go ahead, Louis. Other people are upset. I don't think that's true, Josh. Those products were previously. There's no way you disagree with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna stroke. This will be the end. This is the last episode. I just want the comment section to know that I'm trying really hard right now. Uh, I'm trying really hard to produce a great podcast, which is being ruined by Mr. Burnfoot and Baldy. Okay. Like, (laughs) anyway, people are upset because they previously said that the products were sold out and now they are giving more product to to stores. And so the argument is um, if, if you purchase this product, knowing that it was sold out, um, and not thinking that there were more supply coming, then you're at a loss here. You're not at a loss here. You bought a box of something and you got that box of something. You got exactly what you bought, period. And I have said this from the get-go. I think there are very fair criticisms of some of the things MetaZoo has done and does. How they treat partners is not on that list. They, like... I like listen. I remember being very skeptical. Like, will Mike actually give us access to these high end, high profit DTC items? And like, the answer has been a resounding yes, he will. Yeah. Like, I think this is a good thing. I will like defend this. Like, Mike has. Remember, like, last week I said, like, you know, I really wish I had my my poker decks. I still do. Uh, But like, you know, I. I very much like Mike has treated partners very, very well in the program. And I think like this is part of that. It's like you get like you you get DTC product. Like that's what it means. 
I understand the argument. I understand your argument. And I understand the other side too. I think it, when I hear this and when I saw that, this seemed so they do direct to consumer now and then also give partners access at the same yep. time now. Don't quote me. My understanding, actually, I, I'm 99% sure about this. All the products that were sold that people are arguing about were sold not to that that was not part of the partner program you couldn't get those previously my right am i wrong i think you're wrong am i yeah i don't think i am want well, to that, that, me what the product is that you're thinking of and i'll tell you well it was like magic cast wasn't to it wasn't to partners was it i that i think it was i think you could get some because that that changes the argument because the only thing in my mind while you guys look this up is if when the consumers bought it DTC it was marketed as it will be this one time available and then will never be available again well, if it was marketed so, that way then this feels like it could be shady but if it wasn't marketed that way there's extra product they can do with it what they what they wish like that's so fine and supporting Mag their partners good thing magic cast eBay wilderness and fan arts I can't remember I, the timeline. I eBay, I, eBay, I know we could, but it was like a weird thing because like we had to basically buy the same price, which was fine because they might get no discount. Um, like, I think we got access to all those things. If I remember, yeah, that. we may have gotten access. To, fan art's the one that makes me wonder that we had access to. I don't think Magic Castle. I don't think there was partners back then. I think it was the first product. I think it was no, because I think you were upset that we didn't get access to it. I think oh, I to, distinctively make. remember that was the product that you were upset oh, about. That was, that, was, that was before he actually figured it out. Oh, you're right. That's when he figured out afterwards that we deserved DTC yeah. access. So, anyway, yeah, my, but I mean, like, listen, like, I don't my know. Point here, my shot. point here is, like, MetaZoo has an option. If they launch a product, they I'm guessing, if, if MetaZoo is smart, and everybody wants this, for the record, if MetaZoo sells a product direct to consumer, they keep a certain amount of supply back for when you get your box and everybody likes to post their MetaZoo box that got destroyed and their Magic Cast box is a pancake and it's completely flat. And then you reach out to MetaZoo support and you say, hey, I want another one. If they didn't keep any percentages, if they didn't keep any product back to fulfill yep. for that, then they don't have anything to do. Like they, they have no product to fulfill that. So MetaZoo, let's say like they have x amount of percent back now they have an option do you uh, would you rather metazoo go direct to consumer and say hey guys we have this in our warehouse we have this extra product here it is or the lesser of the evils in my opinion is to take that product and give it to stores who are carrying the game it's on their shelves they're spreading the game they're running events they're doing the things that you do as a partner and like that's the win like that's the win here in my opinion is that metazoo went to the partners not direct to consumer not some sketchy thing on ebay or you know something like that i think like you have to remember that all companies hold back product for loss prevented prevention right, and, like, right. That's that's what I see in this. It was not an extreme amount of no, product. It was tiny. I mean, like, like yeah. Magic Cast was limited to two boxes. Mm, like, like I've said this before. Like, you know, I think there's fair criticism of, of MetaZoo. I think there's probably too many. I think there's too, you know. But like, I think, like Mike has treated the partners very, very well. In like, he's rewarding those who support the game and have supported the game, and like, good for him. Like, that's what we right. should strive for. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's enough supply of this to hurt the market on those no, prices I mean, in, a, in a long term for certainly no. not. Maybe in the short time you see some of the like eBay, the eBay boxes are a little weird. Um, I don't I, think we've we, maybe in the short term, right? Yeah. But anyway, interesting things. A lot of like weird 
dialogue about it. Like definitely typical MetaZoo people super upset or super against it. I just wish like can we just be can we just be like even keel for a little bit? No, we don't want that. I want that. Speaking of even keel, NFTs, NFTs, the uh, the oh, you want to get the dislike button pumping? There you go. If you're hey, listen, if you're still watching an hour and forty minutes in, you're not going anywhere. You're here. (laughs) You said it was going to be an hour. (laughs) You're here. Uh, have about an hour of your time. Genesis NFT cards are shipping next week, according to Mike. That's pretty stokey. (laughs) I'm stoked about that. I've been waiting. I've been, you probably missed it because you don't pay any attention to any of that. (laughs) So (laughs) you probably don't have the Neo Genesis NFTs and you probably don't have the, um, the cards. I thought you just got airdropped the Neo Genesis, no? Oh yeah. He may have airdropped the Neo Genesis. That might be the thing. Mike, reach out to me. I'll give you my address. They're behind the scenes dealings going on. I'll be like, yeah, if I get cards, I want my cards. Hmm. Is this why you haven't gotten your? Um, no, I looked. I I even confirmed I did the stupid little the backer kit. I hate Kickstarter backer kits. I think they're the it's dumbest. The worst. It's I think the, the worst. Like I already gave you my shipping address. Just shipping my stuff when it's ready. I don't. I have seven hundred unread emails. I'm not going to see your Kickstarter email. I promise you. I back a hundred Kickstarters a day. I'm not going to see your Kickstarter. We're all eighteen months late. It's amazing. Hundred <laughs> uh, Kickstarters a day. The best part is we don't know if that's a lie. I backed a really cool RPG that uses no. glow sticks. No. It, yeah. I'm very, pretty stoked about it. All right. That's it, everyone. That's the podcast. It's Where's over. Polywog. We're ending on glow sticks. We're ending on. We have fallen so far from We're ending on glow sticks and polywog. <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. If you want to uh, check out Josh's channel, make sure you go watch Hometown TCG. I like uh, how last week we shamed you into doing this. Now you're like, I got to mark it down. I got to do it. I, it's on my list of things to do. Yeah, no, I know it last, is. I can see no, you reading it. No, no. Last week, the only thing he plugged on my channel was the short that I made with him in it. That was yeah. it. That go was watch it. all of Josh's. Hold when on. are you streaming next? I, I get a second here. I'm actually coming out with a vlog-style video tomorrow that I'm really worried about performing poorly. So I'm really, really worried okay. about this Linked video. in the comment section below will be Josh's video. <laughs> Go watch that right now after you hit the if like button. If you don't watch all of it, it, just watch like five seconds of it so he gets to click. Yeah. <laughs> Leave a comment on that video that says... Okay. Josh will pick a random winner and he'll give that person a pack of cards. A Dominaria United Collector Box shipped from George. If if you comment on that, Louis will finally send me a card with his face on it because that's all I've wanted for like a year now. <laughs> all right, everyone. Make sure you hit the like button. Hit subscribe. Go to Josh's channel. Go shop at CapdanesMarket.com. It's soon to be GameGrove.gg. And uh, if you're in wait, the... Dot wait. GG? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. No. Yep. Why? No. Because game, it's like a, it's an esport arena, and GG, good game. It, yeah, it oh, we understood I, I that boo boo. Yeah, that we, B, we, weren't, we weren't lost on that. B Game Grove boomers, is George? GG. George will be boomers. It's cool. I don't think so. It's hip. I don't think so either. It's hop. It's what the kids are doing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Listen, yes, it listen. Is. Now, th- now that we know your yep. website. Game growth. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's oh, what the kids are doing, God. man. Oh. Gotta get those Pokemon sales. So, um. <laughs> all right, everyone. Be kind to the people around you. We'll see you again next video.
And may the Z be with you. May the GG be with you too. GG, dude.